30, 97 seconds. We're here. Bays Boys Podcast. Doing things. We're back in, in the studio. It's Sunday. Listen, Butters, you asked for it, and I went after Joe Skelly for it, and Joe Skelly delivered. He delivered you a guest. I'm not just sure if it's the guest you wanted, but it's the guest we have today. Go ahead and introduce our guests. Today we have Johnny with us. Johnny? Johnny. Johnny Speed. No, I don't know about Johnny Speed. He looks like Speed. He okay. looks Speedy. Are you Speedy? <laughs> I am probably quite the opposite of Speedy. He's the opposite of Speedy, <laughs> not Johnny Speed. Well, Johnny's in the house. Johnny, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic today. Just uh, Hanging out in the yep. studio? Yeah. Hanging out with these miscreants. Right <laughs> off the rip, are you planning on beating out Tommy Skelly in the ratings? Like, is that an in? Did you come in with that in your brain? Not a thing I thought of, but now that it's brought to my attention, why not? Oh, Ooh, there it is. There it is. Gauntlet's <laughs> been tossed. We're gonna have. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to know. We're gonna have to get all the input. So, if you're a fan of Tommy Skelly or a fan of Johnny, write us and let us know. <laughs> but they don't even know Johnny yet. So not yet. But we're pre-setting them up. They will. We like to set our people up for success. <laughs> It's important to us. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Right, Fair right, enough. right. So you gotta you gotta break down uh jo Johnny is with a local band. Uh, a famous local band. Famous local band called Tight Wind. Tight Wind. Wind. Before before Tight Wind? Yes. Tight Tight Wind, I'm sorry, I fucked that up. See, there I go. You can't take me nowhere. This explains why people did not understand my references. <laughs> But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. He's here to fix it. Listen, us. get call Kenobi and tell him to send those fucking shirts back that we had made. They are spelled wrong. <laughs> okay. Just text him before he shows up to the studio with the wrong stuff. Right. Or Same Gucci. guy that was making merchandise for the narcoleptics back in the day. <laughs> Clevelin punk rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah. Oh, this yeah. sounds like a story. Spill it. So <laughs> All right. So I mean back back this. They made this merch after I joined the band, or before I joined the band. Um, I'm I'm going through the merch bin at a show, pulling shirts out for people, and on the back of it, like their their tagline forever was with just Cleveland punk rock. Not bad. And I'm looking at the back of the shirt, and it's got our logo, and Cleveland punk rock. <laughs> oh. And I look at our bass player who designed all of our merchandise, and I'm like, hey, Sasquatch, anybody ever tell you how to spell the word Cleveland, the city you are from? That we're representing? Before you spent hundreds of dollars printing t-shirts with it? Oh, my. Uh, so how so for years, we, we had t-shirts that labeled us Cleveland Punk Rock. You know what? That's I wish I had one. That's a secret story thing. Yeah, that is a secret story. You will story never thing. hear this story anywhere else. <laughs> Except for and here. only the deep Cleveland people will know about it. <laughs> Club Cleveland people. Yeah, like check Klingons. your local thrift store. I'm sure check, one will pop up. Yeah, there check you your local thrift store. If you find one, it's gold. Hold Listen. on to it. Even Listen. if it's a kid-sized shirt, just cut the Come cut on. the design off the back and sew it to a uh, jacket. <laughs> you guys, we could go on and on about the thrift store thing. What What is with that? What do you mean? What's with the thrift what's store? What's with it? That's the most amazing place ha to shop. 
Why? That's where you find all your family reunion t-shirts that you don't belong to, and you just wear them. Here we go. And when people ask you who you are, you'd be like, I'm this Uncle Biff. This is why people throw pies at us and climb mountains to tell us that murder's a personal subject. You see? Because you're wearing their family shirts. Well, I would never wear that family's t-shirt. My, my question- So Johnny doesn't know, so let's fill him in. Uh-huh. Uh, we decided to go f- find the Hatfield Cemetery in West Virginia. Yep. <laughs> And we went there. Did you piss off a McCoy? Uh, No, a Hatfield member came up to the cemetery while we were there. And uh, he was an interesting fellow, that is for sure. Yeah. And and he was the one that told us, you could rob a bank, you could do this, you could do that, but and go to jail, but murder is a personal problem. Right. (laughs) Right. Don't rob banks, but if you're snuffing, just drop them. (laughs) Right. Anyways, we stay away from that guy. My point was, well, I lost my point. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Listen, while you're on with Sasquatch, though, do you believe in Sasquatch? We need to put that right out there. Yeah. That's a, that's an important It's a true. It's true. I mean, I know our buddy over here has his thoughts. Ooh. <laughs> um, ooh. I, hmm. ooh. Go ahead. Say it. Listen. No, break it down. We want no, nothing I'm, but the truth here. There's no AI shenanigans. I, I don't know how I feel about the Sasquatch. He doesn't know how he feels. I, I mean, you, you got to think at this point in time. Somebody would have had to have brought one to light. Like, oh, you want a body? I want a body. Okay. Oh. How many bear skeletons have you found in the woods? How many bears have you seen? <laughs> how many Sasquatches have been seen? The amount of bears seen versus Sasquatch. <laughs> like, Okay, you don't see a bear skeleton in the woods, but I've this seen thousands so of bears already. in motion. This is so good already. I'm so excited. I can just listen to this. Like, all at some point, somebody would have had to shoot the damn thing and drag it out of the woods and say, hey, fuckers, here's my Sasquatch. Look, oh, they do exist. That's true. That's true. Or shit, one of them had to have been wandering alongside the road all rabies ridden. <laughs> Got hit by a truck. Right? <laughs> he got herpes and went crazy. Oh. I, I, mean, I mean, just dumb luck at some point. One of them had to have wandered out into public. That would be the greatest. What if, uh, what if the government's covering this all up? What if they use Bigfoot as an ally? Well, he's just a secret hit, man. <laughs> Bigfoot's a what? secret weapon for the U.S. government. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about drawing attention, it's working. They did try to... Sp- Sprinkle him in recently. Oh, we can't go that way. We recently saw a Bigfoot appear on a video when big things were happening in the world. That's all we can say about that. But the video did appear. But he, me and Tommy Skelly talked about this this morning. And I was like, my man looked like he stepped out the shower. He was like, I think the train is coming. I'm going to go clean my Bigfoot hair and then run up the way. Listen, I already told you, Bigfoot doesn't come out because he's self-conscious about the way he smells. Right? The way to solve this problem is you leave some snacks and a bottle of pert somewhere out in the fucking woods, let my man shower up, and maybe he'll be more social. So you're saying there's one Bigfoot? No, I'm saying there's a lot of them. And they all have the same complex. <laughs> they all have the same complex. <laughs> well, <they're... laughs> that's convenient. That's... <laughs> it's, it's just... Look, <laughs> in Ohio, it's called the grass man, and they said he stinks really bad. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I. Yeah. This is all new to me. I want to put that out there. Everybody knows that if you've ever... <laughs> Listen to the show, and if you haven't, well, you know what? Your life's better now, so <laughs> I can't You're help welcome. you with the past. I can, Yeah, I can only do now what okay, we can do right. now. But how about the fact uh, that 
somebody you're familiar with, Tom DeLonge, is an avid Bigfoot hunter and UFOologist. And how many has he captured? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to catch him. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> Mr. The Truth is out there. <laughs> how, much money, like, how much money did my man spend on all of this? All of it. He All of it. That's, that's said... why he had to go back to Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, that he is... spent all his Blink money. It's yeah. gone. That is weird, by the way. I didn't even think about that until you just mentioned it. I'm late in the fold, though, so I didn't know he was a crazy Blink or a crazy Sasquatch chaser until... I didn't know anything about Sasquatch till right now. I knew he was an alien he guy. Was, he, he was the one that told me. Oh, that... dude, he loves it. Yeah. Of course uh, he does. What's, uh, what's his name, drummer? It's Tom and... What's the other the drummer's name? Travis. Yeah, Barker was like, he's, he talked about how Tom, like, every stop will be like, guys, we have to get out and find him this time, and we're going to find him, and we'll lead parties, like, hook up with fans and crazy stuff and get people off the bus to dress, bro, like, growing up the whole time and coming from a culture where skaters are the cool guys, and then having this dude, knowing this dude the whole time growing up was chasing Bigfoot, <laughs> blows my effing mind. Because every kid I met that was a douche wearing a blink shirt, I would have been like, hey, homie, why don't you go hunt Bigfoot? You need to go. Like, go go away. Go hunt Bigfoot. Where are you going to hunt Bigfoot in Orange County? You're not. Right? Let's go to Big Bear. Maybe, maybe that's why he's so fascinated with Bigfoot. Because he was in Orange. Are they from Orange County? I don't know where, the, where oh, they're okay. from. No, I don't Blink. know. Blink. Oh, I so, somewhere in California. Who knows? It doesn't really matter. Long Beach. Who cares? <laughs> Blink, if you're listening, write the show. Let us know when you were or where you were started. Things like that. Shout out to all of those See, guys. they grew up watching Gleaming the Cube. Oh, they definitely did. They're, they definitely did. You know that one? It's Silver Streak. Yeah. Gleaming, yeah, that's... <laughs> and all those... What was the one with Christian Slater? That was Gleaming the Cube, wasn't it? Yeah. Isn't it that one? Yeah, the one? yeah. Oh, we're on this. I was just about to say it's Joe Skelly's favorite, but now I'm not sure because he just asked that question. Oh so god, here it's a good go. thing I didn't say anything. He <laughs> didn't ride his he didn't ride his skateboard today. Thank goodness. Him and uh, I stopped riding the skateboard when I broke my arm. Okay, <laughs> that's when my career ended. Pony Boy is but, somewhere right now looking for our whale throw up, shaking his head. Yeah, Pony Boy is he's out like, in the woods, or or he's like he he sent me a sat phone message today. Would he say would he say something like? He never started. Do you think he'd say that about your skateboarding career? No, I don't think he would. Oh, okay. I was just checking. Like a welfare I, I don't check <laughs> on your skateboarding Johnny's career. Johnny's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah, you yeah. lost me here. It's okay. <laughs> how, how good are you at ollieing, Johnny? I haven't attempted an ollie in 25 years. Have you landed one? Yeah. Oh, you're way better than me then. Yeah. He's, are you any good uh, at ollieing? I could ollie. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed. Apparently, we're all better than... Yes. Our homeboy. Yes. <laughs> California surfer, Cannoli. No, no. no. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about you. I'm oh, you think you're better than Pony Boy? No, I'm not talking about Pony Boy. I'm talking about our boy who broke himself up. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Kenobi. Still sitting on the bed. It, I'm sorry, bro. One of our homies decided he was going to drop in and yeah. broke his ankle. We did not. <laughs> we had not been on the floor with him in that community. So we did not know that he was still officially participating. I thought Mans was like spectating on his kids and watching the kids bike and do this stuff. 
And so when he broke his leg, I'm like, homie, were you pumping up the track on the dirt jumps? And he goes, no, of course not. And I was like, oh, thank God. And he goes, I was dropping into a half pipe. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, you're my size. There's no way that can be right. That's not. All of our weight is upper area. We can't do that anymore, bro. Yeah. No balance. No, there's no there's balance. some science there. There is some science. A little there. bit. Again, back to that ninth grade science. I'm like, homie, we have too much muscle for those little feet we got going on. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Get off the board, Big Bird. Yeah, right? <laughs> Get off. Should we? Kenobi the Big Bird. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, there that's it so goes. That's so good. There that's goes. so good. But yeah. you can ollie, so you win. Yeah. And you can ollie. Yes. I have I an feel ollie. Like I need to learn how to ollie. I now. have an ollie. Dude, you got a flatland bike out in the out in the living room. You still got to work on. Yeah, that's true. We don't have time for ollies. <laughs> We're too busy trying to do cyclones and things. <laughs> so now that we got this this band musician yeah. on, yeah, let's, let's talk, circle let's, back to the band. Let's circle back to the band. Tight wind. No, tight wind. Listen, you've been telling our listeners for six months that they're tight wind. We can't change I, dude, it now. That's fucked up because well, you know. Listen, here's what we do. It's both the names, okay? No, it's not. They moonlight. He's, listen, he's gonna be pissed if you don't say it right. You bring this guy on the show and you fuck up the name of the band. I'm pretty sure we got it on recording. I'm just going with the motion. Okay. Everybody here knows that I have to follow. Whatever direction we're headed. So, how many bands, Johnny, have you been in locally? And that I mean, there's been a couple good ones, right? Oh, see, I mean, I've been over over twenty years. Who knows? Probably, but yeah, like eight or nine. At Hit them with a list. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Tight wine now. Uh, say I played a couple years in a just bar cover band, but. Hardway Saints, The Facials, Beat Kids, Stop Clocks, uh, The Narcoleptics. Uh, was in a band called Bad Habit before that. Look at that. My man is consummate musician. Don't tell us we don't bring you education. <laughs> <laughs> There's no AI here. My man's also a sharp-dressed man. Like when you were talking about people rolling with crisp rolls on their pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always crisp. Yeah. Always crisp. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing I wanted to talk to him about on the show. So I was watching, uh, something on YouTube about Japanese denim. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. And like the, how Japanese jeans have like, if you want that classic look and you want that crisp, dark denim sledge or salvage jeans, like they're the number one, but like, the handmade ones go for like $2,000 a yeah. pair. Would right. you ever rock a pair of $2,000 Japanese jeans? No. No. It, <laughs> it took every bit of my will to click purchase when I bought my shot perfecto jacket. Because <laughs> nothing about my being said, yeah, you should definitely spend $900 on a leather jacket. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. Buy once, cry once. <laughs> So Basically, he's, he's been trying right. to push me to buy this uh -huh. Tell him about denim it. jacket. Vintage. It's a vintage. Repop. Is it called a repop if they remade the vintage? Yeah, I guess it's, it's a repop. It's called a repop, right? Uh, yeah. I guess. In clothing. It, Lee Jeans. Write the show if you work for Louis Vuitton and you make repops, but continue, sir. <laughs> Lee Jeans just released their original 1930s 
cowboy jacket. And how much is it going for? N- not much. Three fifty, four hundred dollars. It's Lee jeans, right? Those those are the jeans you get at Kmart for like eight dollars, <laughs> <laughs> right? The fuck are they doing charging that much for a jacket? I don't know, it's, but it, they, it's, are they it's trying hot. to cash in on this champion bullshit? Yeah, probably. Mm. Probably. I mean, but here's vintage, my thought. bro. It, it, it's sweet looking because it, it, it looks like, a, to me, it looks like a prison jacket. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what's hot in Japan, like right now. You what? know the boot look and the worker look. I don't know what officially they call it. With the, it's the, the worker the, look. The, the, the overall thing. Well, it's past the rockabilly. Now it's on to uh, overalls, over big denim jeans, and like they look like something out of a coal mine, but not, if that makes the, any uh, sense. Yeah, it's a blue collar style, bro. It, it's that uh, SoCal uh, Chicano thing. That kind of thing, too, is is getting out there, too. Yes. Yeah, they're hitting with, that with the, up. With the that, chinos and. Yep. Yeah. That yeah, one is yeah. out there. Shout out the to our riders. Li- shout out to our <clears throat> Disneyland listeners. <laughs> right you know who you are bro put the flask away homie listen i don't know how it shifted but the power bomb shifted a little bit later because then knots bear- no knots was always hood rats you were right actually no that's how that worked let's move on but sh- yes you're right that is also going over there too okay. with the with the that that's a whole other subject though what do you think about that you think we'll be rolling into that soon it's a good idea the what going back into the we the- should all just switch to chilano sock check <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, listen. When it when it comes to summertime, I don't think I ever left that. Yeah, no, 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 right. Do uh, uh, you know how hard it is to find a pair of shorts in 2023, 24 <laughs> that that go below your knee? Oof. Oh, why are they all do they short make shorts now? Oh, shorty shorts are back in. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Like, like literally the only shorts I own anymore are Dickies because they're the only ones that actually go yeah, past There it is. There you go. There it is. It's so the only I'm, place to go. So I'm just de facto Chicano vibe over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, I get, got the Dickies. I might as well put the Vans on. Let's put, let's pull up the yep. socks. There you get go. the Vans on yep. today with the high socks. Yep, yep. <laughs> we got sock check this morning by Tommy Skelly, so... You know, had to had to deal with that. I had to make sure the socks were up. <laughs> right. Dude, don't even get me started on that weird Viking guy. I don't know where that guy came from. That is wild. Did you see that guy on, on social recently, Johnny? He's a, it's apparently a redheaded guy covered in Viking tattoos that is 100% just for the Chilano culture. Well, I think, he, I think he grew up in the neighborhood. Yeah, I think he... I mean, dude, the stuff he's saying, I'm like, oh. Because he can go from a perfect this, white accent on... to the perfect... From right. the neighborhood barrio accent. Right. And mm. he knows the entire culture in and out. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But it is funny that we're talking about that because everybody's been promoting him. Like, on in the culture, Mexican or not, they're promoting him. And they're talking about how, like, Chilanos don't care, bro. They just want you wearing high socks. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, put some dickies on, bro. Get a flannel. Get a wife beater. This has managed to escape my feed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know yeah. anything about this guy. <clears throat> Listen, I I don't have a feed. It's just called Joe Skelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the one that brings all the uh, information. Yeah, I don't you, you you gotta you gotta fix this feed. No. But see, listen, listen. <laughs> well, and, and the reason these jeans are so expensive, I'm gonna circle back, mm-mm. is because they use natural dyes. It's none of this, you know, made in a laboratory blue dye. I mean, we're just gonna throw the jacket on the ground, so I'm not talking about the jacket, I'm talking about the pants. Oh, the pants were back. Right. Yeah, 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 the pants. Like, yeah. they, they use the real natural dye, which takes forever, and they hand dye all the threads, indivi- you know, in bundles, 
and then they hand loom them and sew them and all this other crazy stuff. So I understand why they're asking so much money because of all the hands-on, not run through machine after machine. Like form-fitted. Well, I don't know about form fitting, but Never when you hand the loom person. the material <laughs> to be sewn into jeans, like that takes forever. Listen, I know who I am as a person <laughs> and what happens to things that I own. So you're like, fuck that. I'm not spending, <laughs> I'm, I'm not spending $2,000 on a pair of jeans. That's going to get a slab of ketchup on it. 15 <laughs> seconds after I purchase it. <laughs> that's a fair All right. statement. All right. So take us back to the jacket though. Tell me about the jacket. The what is what is two thousand dollar lead jacket? No, no, yours. <laughs> no, yours. Your, your your nice jacket. Your jacket. The one. That... All right. So I, I mean, when we started tight wind, Ramones tribute band. Right. Um, the big, mi- the really good. By the way, uh, pretty good. Thank you. Uh, Hell of so, a show. So yeah. Johnny Ramone was adamant with the rest of the band that we're wearing leather jackets. They got to be shot perfectos. And oh. I am. I'm kind of a Nazi for detail. Right. Ah. So I was like, if I'm going to do the leather jacket, I got to do the leather jacket right. God damn, are these things expensive? <laughs> really? <laughs> Nine uh, for a leather coat. That's so, not bad. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, now they're like, like, I want to say those things are like nine ninety nine or something and up. Right. Oh. Um, Base models nine. Yeah. I, I did the, uh, the eBay purchase. I think I got mine used for, between five and six, but even that bad. I'm sitting there thinking, no, I know who I am. Something stupid's going to happen to this jacket. <laughs> right. And how has it been since you've had it? Oh, it's so far it's fine, but that thing literally only comes out at For show the shows. Time. Right. Listen, he, he keeps it, he keeps it in a hermetically sealed case at home and it's like break class, you got glass in case yeah, of war, you, you know? got to push a button. So the closet moves and stuff. <laughs> you, you would think that right now it's, piled up under a mountain of guitar cases and <laughs> <laughs> which should be protected so that's okay all of that gear should be protected too so it should be okay it's it not, should be okay at least it's not balled up underneath a pile of clothes on the bedroom floor somewhere right that's not there yeah, well, yeah good good i mean good. it would be i mean let's be honest guys it's it's a punker jacket so you could really throw it in an alley for like a week and it'd be fine Right, yeah, we're just not be hard beating the life up like that, right? We're trying to make it last. Get that nice forty-year patina on it. Maybe forty years ago. Maybe forty Un- years ago. Unfortunately, that shot brand has like the sneakerhead culture on it now. Oh, so some seventeen-year-old is going to jack your jacket. So somebody <laughs> will look at that logo and say that is an expensive jacket. Yeah, Mine that now. is ours. Right. Let's catch him in the alley. Right. Yeah. While he's Ooh. loading. Well, he doesn't have to carry his amps anymore, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, there's no more amps. There is that. It's it's a pedal and a guitar, straight to the car. So yeah. how wild is that? It's not like the old days where you needed a big raper van to load all your gear. Oh. <laughs> no, Did we dude, say that on the radio? I, I, I brought all of the band's gear to our last show in my freaking Kia Seltos. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. A drum set, two so, pedals, and two guitars. So what do you guys do? Do you just uh, you just direct line into the sound system that's there? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So so our our pedals will go straight to the straight to the PA and then we just use the floor monitors for stage volume. No crap. Yep. Wild. Welcome you, to the new world. Right. I fought this for so long. I'm that, still fighting cause, it. Because, I, I mean, like, we're, we're using Helix, which is line six. Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, everybody, 
that's done anything with music is familiar with, you know, the Line 6 pod. The very first. And I laughed at that thing for so long, those little Line 6 spider ants. Like, it was in there. I had one of them. I had at least I, the I, 50. I mean, they're, they're super cool for dicking around at home. Right. You couldn't especially bring those things out live. Yeah, especially when you're 14 and you can't afford pedals right. back then. Right. Oh, right. all the pedals are built into my amp. Oh. Yep. You look at it now as an adult, you're like, every one of these channels is useless to me. It's just <laughs> different white noise. Right. You know, but, a little uh, bit more static and not enough. I'm fingers like people are saying. <laughs> all right, but, so how soon is it? You know, they do these silent discos, right? How soon is it before shows are done? Oh, the silent headphones? disco thing. Metallica oh. did it. Whoa. No, Metallica did it. They they did a show in Antarctica, uh, and it, th- and this was probably more than ten years ago. Get out um, of here! They did a show in Antarctica. And they and, didn't want to disturb the wildlife. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Because <laughs> I just guessed they, 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 were, they were at like uh they were at some sort of like science center or something for it, right? And the the penguins and wildlife and stuff that were there, they have no real like. The, they don't interact with humans, so they have no fear of them. Uh, so the oh. penguins will just like walk right up to you. Uh, and they obviously they don't want to disturb the habitat there with Metallica performing. So let's have Metallica perform at this. So so they did a totally silent habitat. show and basically the audience wore headphones. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the future. Uh, ready I mean, pl- ready player one, everybody getting your your metaverse. Listen, in your chair with your full body suit. Right? Listen, we I saw an artist last year <clears throat> towards the end of the year, and he was a uh, it was just a bar one guy guitar thing, mm-hmm. but it was amazing because I noticed that he picked up and left and didn't take anything with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, homie, you just had a full setup. Where did it go? But he packed something in his box, right? Oh yeah, and left. So they're modulating right out of the box, like they're mobile. Like you're just waiting. It, you know, it was already a thing. I, I guess you could say earlier to, you know, 2005, 2010s, people were making records in hotels. You know, the bigger artists have been doing it for a long time. The ones who could have that mobility, but now people seem to be making albums everywhere. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I, I mean, even, you know, even like 25 years ago, when I'm in middle school, high school, uh, like I remember when I got my my family got our first computer and it was like the coolest thing in the world. It's like, Oh, we got a computer now. I can record my band. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and we're talking 2000, 2001, you know, like I, I had, I had the state of the art gateway computer with heck yeah. With like 250 megs of storage space, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you like, could record a half a track. Uh, yeah, oh, I had, uh, I had that cool edit software and I got my, my PA system. I was like, I'll use the PA as a mixer. <laughs> and I was like, how do I get it into the computer? There's a, there's a microphone jack, eighth inch, quarter inch adapter, XLR adapter, one core. Yep. It created one track. And <laughs> if you mess up, you got to do it all over again. Yep. I, I yep. figured out how to mic the drum set with four microphones had had to like it sounded like total turd, right? But but it was the coolest thing in the world to say, man, I just recorded my band, and now it's it's just what everybody's doing, right? Like now, I, I couldn't imagine going to school it. anymore for like audio engineering for to like work yeah. in a studio. Yeah, fuck going to Full Sail Academy. 
I, I mean, it, I mean, it's useful knowledge, but but then again, we're at, we're at a point where anybody can go on YouTube and right. just learn how to do this stuff. Yeah, we've. I don't know if we've talked about that a lot. There are a lot of there's and there's really high. We're talking guys with real records under their belt. Yeah, we're talking dudes who worked on the Beatles, worked on Leonard Skinner, that are giving out free information, and that is wild well, to and, me. And look, look at the fact, like totally off genre, but Billie Eilish. Yep. She's what, 15 or 16 when her first album came out? Her brother was like yeah, her 12 brother, and produced it? Yeah. Her, well, in her, their bedroom? No, her brother, I think, is the older oh, one. He, yeah, he's who's, older. He was already pro. But yeah, they, they recorded it on a laptop yeah, in, in her he, bedroom. Yeah, and he did her record at in home an apartment. or something. Wow. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like when I recorded my first album on, right. a, on a cassette. Oh. And we had two cassette it was a dual cassette stereo that you could record on oh yeah yeah with, mm-hmm. oh yeah and it had mic jacks on both sides so when you recorded and you tried to split half the song came out out of one speaker and right. the other half the, the other song half came out of the other, other speaker old school mastering <laughs> <laughs> old school mastering even even in uh even in like 2009 you could still take headphones off of like hardcore bands that were coming out and you'd only hear half the song yeah. And you're like, homie, what are you doing with your mastering over here, guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bedroom recording. Yep. There you go. At its best. Yeah. Not like this podcast. No. Not like this you you could hear you could hear it on AI, both speakers. Both Everything. Sp- is that true? Because like we used to check for that. We don't anymore. Has anybody checked for that? Write the show if you have two ears that work. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Well <laughs> how are things? I feel like we don't talk to our guests anymore. Our, our listeners, our sorry, listeners. not our guests. Our guests we always talk to. Yeah, our guests are for the listeners. Listen, I I think you're beating Tommy Skelly. I feel it like in my soul a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it this works. Dragon rights at this point. Uh, well, here's my... I don't know if did it's you true. Pay, Johnny, did you pay him to say all this shit before you got here? Because I've never heard him fawn over a guest before. <laughs> May have been a little uh, greasing of the palms. <sighs> Might be. I did. It could be a trick, though. I did see Tommy Skelly this morning. Maybe he paid me to say all this. No. I never know with you guys. I can't tell. (laughs) I never know what's happening. You know, you keep talking about him and all the people that write in, like, when's Tommy Skelly going to come back on the show? You're You're just pushing buttons right now. You know that, right? I'm not going to say anything. But she's going to get a hold of you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, man, that, that the band that you're running now sounds great. How do, how, how do you like it, like legit? It's, it's a blast. Um, it kind of started as a, as a joke. Uh, Tell the like, best things always. Yeah, I, I mean, it was the middle of COVID, you know, during the lockdowns. Um, I was bored at home because you couldn't go do anything. So I I found one of those uh, websites that sells, like, build-your-own-kick guitars. <laughs> and, went all the way with it. Yeah, and uh, and one of them, one of the kits they had was the the Johnny Moserite. Nice. And it was, like, 150 bucks or something. I was like, hey, here's something that'll keep me busy forever because right. I'm not handy at all. <laughs> um, It'll get done at the age of slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I got the kit and apparently I'm not as slow as I thought I was. Cause I had the whole thing put together in less than a week. 
<laughs> COVID did magical things. So so I took a picture of it, threw it. You became an electrical engineer yeah. overnight. I I threw it online. Uh, you know, I was like, hey, check out this thing I did. You know, because like before this, the the handiest thing I ever did with a guitar was change my strings. Right. <laughs> I just built one. That's awesome. Uh, and I had a I had a buddy that's a drummer message me, and he was like, dude, that's awesome. We should start a Ramones tribute band. I was like, deal. And that was it. Huh? I put the band together and never heard from him again. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> I like that. So, so we took the drummer from my old cover band who was not into punk rock or the Ramones at all. It, it just like, I was, I just messaged him one night. I was like, Hey, if you want, if you want to, you know, test your abilities, try to play this bullshit, the straight eighth note, hi hat stuff. Oh. And, uh, he dicked around with it for a week or two and he was like, Hey, that's cool. I was like, Hey, you want to come over and jam? Because our drummer dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, and he was our drummer for two years. Um, but, uh, it, it's fun. Uh, not having to think about writing my own songs has been good because I just don't have the time to sit and do that anymore. Right. Um, and, it's an established act. Like, like when we were talking about doing tribute band, like there's only so many you can do. I, I hate the idea of tribute acts of bands that still exist. Like, yeah, that is an interesting concept. Like, why would I want to go see a bunch of schlubs try to play Metallica songs? Like there's right, when Metallica's you can go see right them. there, you know? Um, and like some of the tribute bands I've seen, like, why do you, why is that even a tribute band? Like, right. Like, oh, hey, we're a corn tribute band. Why? <laughs> <laughs> the world doesn't need corn, let alone five idiots trying to pretend to be corn. <laughs> and, but, but we're like, you know, like the Ramones are kind of a niche thing. You don't see too many Ramones tribute bands and they've all been dead for 20 years at this point. Yeah, so there's no chance of a Ramones reunion. <laughs> They're not coming Jeepers back. And, creepers. And, and and a lot of <clears throat> a lot of people never got the chance to see the Ramones. I I never got the chance to see them. Right. Wait, um, every single one of them has passed. The original four, yeah. Yep. Joe Skelly, didn't he just play with Jerry only? Like Marky, Marky's not the original drummer. Tommy is. Yeah. Oh, yes. thank you. Okay, yep. that makes a lot more sense. There, there are three drummers and a bass player left. Okay, that <laughs> makes a lot more but, sense. But the original four that recorded the first three albums are all dead. Okay. Yes. That makes more sense, because people have said that to me, and then I remember going to that show with Agent Orange and freaking the Misfits, and they're like, yeah, the Ramones drummer's going to be there, and I was like, uh... I don't know my history, but I'm pretty sure I heard something that doesn't match with this. That makes more sense now. Okay. Now it makes sense to you. That's cool. Man, Joe Skelly, you could have told me that last week. Oh, well. You didn't ask. keeping secrets. You know (laughs) what it is? It's your guys' little punk circle. See? Here it is again. Just like the California punkers keeping secrets, running off to your Gigi Allen shows and... Doing I don't know what. No, I can look. That's a show I never went and saw. Either. What is that? I just name dropped that to see the eyes and one. Johnny over here was like, oh. And Joe's and Joe Skelly instantly was like, no. Was no, he not a real no. punker? No. So I I have a funny Gigi story. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. There we, go. we go. See, um, see. I I went to broadcasting school almost twenty years ago. Nice. And 
Uh, you know the the Ohio Center for Broadcasting thing, uh, yeah. and I had a I had a radio show on their internet radio station. I convinced the program director once a week let me do a punk show. That's um, I I got in good enough that like I started pulling guests. Um, we had the horror pops. Nice. Uh, we we did we did a live show from the Agora when we when we did the interview with the horror pops. Um. But my last show, uh, it was actually like the day after I graduated, but like I wanted to finish out my week and I had this, like I managed to get a hold of Joe Queer. The nice. Queers were going to be in Cleveland. Uh, and this was the days of MySpace. Like I just shot right. him a MySpace message. Right. right. And he responded. And, and I'm like, any band is going to look at this idiot and go, what? No. Right. <laughs> I'm not even going to respond to that. Right. Um, I shot him a MySpace message. I was like, listen, I, I, I do a punk show on a school internet radio station. You guys are going to be in Cleveland this day. I'd love to have you in on the studio. Here's my contact information. Let me know what you think. And the next morning, like 8 a.m., my phone rings. I'm asleep. I'm 20 years old. You know, like I, I was up till 4 a.m. Um, my phone rings. I'm like, what? Hey, this Twitch... That's my radio name. Uh, like, and I'm not, that's not clicking with me, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Who's this? It's Joe King. Who the fuck is Joe King? <laughs> Gave me his real name. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, oh. So he's like, Joe Queer. I was like, oh. Okay. What's why up? Why are you calling yeah, me? Why, right? why is Joe Queer calling me? It, like, it, as I'm waking up, I'm like, oh, up. yeah, I, I messaged this guy. <laughs> Um, so like, he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll come down and do the show. That's awesome. Um, and like he proceeded to talk to me for an hour. Nice. And then like, this was like two, three weeks out of when they were going to be in Cleveland. He's calling me like once or twice a week just to shoot the shit. Right. That's pretty cool. And like, so, so we build up this rapport. He, he comes down to the studio with his band and at the time, his bass player was Willie B, the guitar player from the Independence. Uh, so he he and the Independence come into the studio. The last day is just we're my co-host and I are interviewing the queers. And uh he got on the topic of Gigi. I think I was I was wearing a Gigi shirt. And he brought <laughs> Gigi up because he's from New Hampshire. Yeah. The queers are from New Hampshire. Turns out Joe Queer has known Gigi since they were like 12 years old. Oh. oh. <laughs> Deep light. Uh, Joe's actually a little older than Gigi, I think. Okay. Um, He goes, you want a funny Gigi story? I, like, I always want a funny Gigi story. Um, So he told me about a time he was driving around in his old beat up car and he and his friends went around and Gigi was like the dorky kid that just tagged along. Nice. Like nobody, like it wasn't that anybody hated him, but he was kind of like the the little brother that everyone was annoyed was tagging along. But um, they still let him tag along. Yeah, anyway. but they still right. let him awesome. tag along. Um, so he jumped in the car and he was all excited. He's like, "Oh, my band just recorded our first demo song. You got to hear it." And it was the the Jabbers, and it, they had just recorded uh, "Cherry Love Affair." And he put it on and it was, it was Joe and one of his friends who I don't think ever amounted to anything like famous wise. Um, 
but he was like the cool guy in right. in the scene. Um, so Gigi put it on. He's all excited. Yeah, it's my band. I finally recorded a song. Isn't it great? And like 30 seconds into it, this guy took the tape out and chucked it back in the back seat. Huh. It's like, this fucking blows. Wow. <laughs> and Gigi just sat in the back seat pouting like a dejected little toddler. Oh, <laughs> and, thus, awesome. and thus spurned his career right. you know, into the ge- degeneracy that it became. Wow. So there's potential that Joe Queer is the reason Gigi became what he was. <laughs> Good job, Joe Queer. Nice job. Good job, buddy. That is that is a whole bit of history. That is wild. But you see, here's the thing is like everybody the world is a small fucking place, right? Yeah. Somehow everybody's tied to everybody somehow, or you know. Do you know how much it blew my mind when he because up until that moment I had I would have never fathomed those two worlds would have crossed Colli- paths. Yeah, yeah. Never. Right. And like, because the queers, the, the pop punk band, right? Like, right. like super bubblegummy, like singing songs about cute teenage girls. And, oh, yeah, when I was growing up, my best friend was Gigi Allen. Right. And he, <laughs> goes, know, like, and he goes off and does that. Right. You know, and, and you're like the yeah, two he, different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Two yeah. different ends, and then the and then to find out that nobody around there liked him, he was just a dork that tug, tagged along with everybody. Oh man, See? it's looking every day better and better for us. That's right, <laughs> we're winning. We are winning. Winning. <laughs> later later on, we're gonna tag along with anybody down the road. But to be completely honest, and if anybody wears a Gigi Allen T-shirt or swears that they listen to Gigi Allen in any sort of non-ironic way. They are so full of shit, <laughs> or or just Gigi just just, the best. just is an he really? awful right like lame human being. That's right. like that's like the that is the one shirt that I didn't see a lot of. I have seen so, them in out in the real world. Yeah, I have seen them randomly, and you're like, <laughs> wait, and when you see it, it's like it's like seeing Bigfoot, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it, and then you see the person, and you think to yourself. Either it's an irony thing, or they have or, no or, idea. The, or that person looks like Merle Allen. Right. And you're like, yeah, this checks out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I never see him up here, and, and I I can smell you, and I am across the street Oof. in a restaurant. Oof. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, you never, dude. I never see him up here. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw one in the street. I have seen honest, one up here. Since coming up. Really? And it's probably the one that's on our buddy's vest, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, actually, it wasn't. It was somebody else was actually wearing one. And all I could think was, you found that in a thrift store somewhere and have no idea who that really is. Right. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be fucking wearing that thing. So, so I bought this Gigi shirt and it smells like poop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get the poop smell out. It's, it's an original. <laughs> oh my God. Got it at the concert. So, so right. I was about to say, other than those horrible things you hear about the show, is there any other reason that he's famous? Absolutely not. No. No. Oh. And and, and the other thing. Oh, okay. He, that's, Gigi that's Allen something. is not a respected person in the punk rock scene whatsoever. Yeah. He did get... so much damage to that scene. Like, like there's a re- like. Can you name one record label that any Gigi Allen album was ever released on? I can't name. No. Dude, pass can, the t-shirts. Can you, can you name these... a band that ever toured with Gigi Allen? No. <laughs> oh. There's not, a not reason. Nothing. Yeah, oh. there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. I, I can't think of one. Can you name one of their songs, Joe Skelly? Yes, but I'm not going to repeat the name. Oh, is that bad? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like that. 
Oh yeah, I like, remember the Gigi song. Yeah, yeah. I've never so, heard one. So so here's the thing: the Jabbers. I've never heard one. The Jabbers yeah. were a really good band, but that was before Gigi got weird. Right. Like oh. like he was just misogynistic. Oh. Um. And then when he wasn't with them, that's when all and, the craziness. And, and here's the other thing: if you hear early Gigi Allen through the Jabbers, he sang. He actually had a really good singing voice. But if you hear, like, I have you ever heard a Gigi Allen song? Not once in my <laughs> life. After hearing about the show, I was like, nah, I'm good. So, so the Gigi I heard initially was just nonsense noise and him growling into a microphone <laughs> with, with, uh, with song titles like, I, f- I kill everything I fuck. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, and, but Logical. like then we're then we're sitting in uh, a certain buddy's house, uh, up in his attic bedroom, <laughs> and hey, you know you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's going off on one of his tirades of, "Ooh, I have friends here. Let me show you everything that uh, that I know." And he put on a Jabber's album. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" He's oh like, "Oh, my. it's Gigi." I'm like, "What? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> it, like it almost sounded like power pop. Wow. Like it was really good seventies power poppy punk rock. And you're like, where did you find this? It sounded like it was recorded with a potato. <laughs> oh. But but that I mean that was the budget those guys had then. Right. But yeah, like somewhere along the line he just became this There's nothing in the budget for what it became though. No. There's <laughs> nothing in, just so we're very clear. The show, its supporters, listeners do not support these kinds of shows. Right, right. Yeah, no. It uh, just became, it just became, you went to the show to see the most bizarre shit and terrible. Metaphorically and Yeah. You went to a Gigi show because you couldn't find a donkey show. Perfect. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and that, and that's, that, that puts the cap on us. That puts I'm the gonna cap on to, all of it. You know, I'm going to have to listen to this episode just to relearn what I'm because right now my brain's like trying to register it all because <laughs> I've got 30 years of random and I'm trying to pinpoint every dude that ever walked up with a shirt on now. Right. Because right, I'm right. like, homie, they said it's true. The, adult, <laughs> the adults I know, they confirmed it. This isn't 13 year old us talking about we think we heard this from our older friends. Right. This really is happening. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. are messed up. Why you got that shirt on? <laughs> yeah. This is pretty much. So so should I should I should uh tell our listeners like should they five song test a Gigi Allen shirt wear when they see him? Go up to him and just be like, like how would how would we know if they're fake? Oh, that's a good one. How do we get them to admit that they've never listened to the song or been to the show. You don't need to ask them a single question. Oh. Can you smell them from across the room? Oh. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There if you it can is. smell them from across the room. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there it is. If uh, if you can smell them from across the room, you will know. You will know that they listen to Gigi Allen. <laughs> the real Gigi Allen, right. The real Right. The real, real. Yeah, the real, real. Listen, uh, give them a tell them what the band name is because we're about to run out of time. Give them the band name again that you were in so they can go look you guys up. Where are you guys posted? Uh, we're up on Facebook. If you look up Tightwind, it's one word. Um, they, I, I think that page has links to like the Instagram and uh, all the stuff and YouTube page. Yeah, you guys keeping it current? Uh, as current as possible. Uh, we're kind of laying low right now because we are down a drummer. Again? 
Are yeah. you, well, the the drummer that played with us for like the last two years. Is this um, a jinx job? <laughs> I, I mean, we may secretly be Spinal Tap. Oh. Um, oh, he may have exploded at our last show. Oh, no, it's that was a good show. <laughs> this wasn't his wheelhouse to begin with. Um, right, right. And uh, well, in he, that case, if you're a drummer, write the show. <laughs> sure. Tightwine might be in the market for a new drummer. Yeah, listen, Stranger Things, right? Hey, the Gigi yeah. Allen guy with that doesn't smell. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show where we give you everything you don't want. Thanks for coming out and speaking to us, Johnny, and educating us on the smells of punk rock. <laughs> Later, we're going to discuss how Joe Skelly let vegans exist. No, that's well. Oh, we'll get into that later, though, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we hope all of you who requested the the uh, guest from Joe Skelly are satisfied. Thirty ninety seven seconds. You're in so much trouble.